We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 210. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. <laughs> and this is the spring 2020. Today is the first day of spring. And it was a springy day. It was nice out. It was very springy. I mean, Mother Nature really decided to show out at 10.33 a.m., Today. I was worried I was going to have to kick him awake. He wasn't answering. He wasn't saying who he was. Oh, really? Uh-oh. What What are you doing? What is that? <laughs> Spring sprung. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh uh. Right off the bat. Let me see. Let me see. We have not two we minutes should probably, in. <laughs> we should probably warn everybody ahead of time <laughs> that he is running on very little sleep. He's been at work from... Dawn what till dark. Beautiful all week, week we've had. It's been so busy. I've met so many new people from all over the area. <laughs> Spring break in the Ozarks. And they're all so friendly. They're, they're, <laughs> I have been a feeling super that, bad. Uh, this is not real. No, they've been great. Uh, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. the stories I'm hearing tonight, but, uh, but okay. <laughs> I've been giving some good tours this week. That's trying true. some new material. Ah, that's right. Know, so anyway, sh- he's in a, a weird mood and he's probably half asleep. That's fine. And so it, it is exhausting. Say. It's my Friday, so I have two days off. So I can yes. relax, kick back, and uh, just just enjoy my next uh, couple days. And then we start all over again. That's true. And, and, and you probably noticed we're releasing this on Sunday night. So... Corey's full schedule. He can have a couple days just. Hopefully, off. we'll right. get some. And I'm like, I'm like that too. You Hopefully, know, we'll gonna... get some days where we can go on the water. Yeah. Well, you can go tomorrow morning afternoon. I went on the water without him on Thursday. Oh. Yeah. Did you tell him? Wow. Not till after. Oh, I would never do <laughs> well, such a thing. He was at work. I took a friend out, and she'd never been kayaking. So. Oh. Okay. And, and like honestly, though, it was the first time that I've ever put the kayaks out by myself. Like. Her not having any clue how to kayak, uh-huh. and he's always been the one to blow them up and get them ready and get them on a water, and I just climb in, and then he does all the paddling, and I sit there and relax, and you know, I mean, that's just what I'm used to. And you're playing the Corey role this and time. And I was playing the Corey role, and, and she's <laughs> like, I'm so impressed with you. She's Do like, you respect I'm... me a little more? Sure. <laughs> and... She was like, the whole time I'm blowing this boat up, she's like, I'm I'm like, I'm so impressed with you. Like, I'm a girly girl. And I'm like, oh, I'm a girly girl. <laughs> like, it is amazing. And um, we had a lot of fun trying to get out of it because we pulled up to a dock that was really high up. Oh, And we no. had to climb out. Thankfully, there was like a young man there that, I don't know, he looked 19 or 20. And he felt sorry for us. Strong. Let's <laughs> get those came, women out. Yeah. He came and held onto the boat so we could climb out oh. and not fall in, but. Oh, it was fun. It was beautiful. See, weather. I have not seen any video of that yet. See, <laughs> There's you, no video. Well, I need to see video to make sure it's valid. When you're climbing out of a boat on the water, you don't usually have your phone out. 
Well, that's a good Next point. Next time when the stranger comes up to help, I'll hey, hey, here, can you hold this yeah, in yeah, video? Yeah, can you video while we're doing while it? We get out? <laughs> can you go set this camera up on this uh, tripod over here while we climb out? Yeah, well, you know, we've had these these really, these spiky days up in the 70s. Today was one. Um, I think our high on uh, our Storm to our weather station was 77.9, almost 78 degrees today. It got into the 80s that day that You are we misinformed. Went. On uh, Thursday, oh, it was it? 80 Oh, well, no, you are correct. Hello. For, some reason, for some reason, it went to Brad's when I brought, brought it up. He did, Brad he, got warmer? He got yeah, a little warmer. Yeah, Brad was a little warmer. 78.4. Oh, I thought one time he was 79. I don't know. It was over 80 on Thursday. We are 77.9, but it was cool when I went to work. It was in the 30s. <gasps> yeah, I know. But I mean, I looked at our morning fast. low. 30.2. Right. It got warm fast, though, because by the time me and the kids were headed to church at not even 10, like 945, mm-hmm. like my son was complaining when I put him in the car that it was too hot. In the Which car. one? Griffin. Oh, really? Well, no. like we stepped outside of the door and I didn't yeah. put a jacket on him because I knew it was going to be oh, warm. Right. He had a t-shirt and jeans on for church. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm so cold, mommy. I'm so cold. It's I'm like, like, no, it's fine. You'll be warm once we wait. get, because it's shade and breezy. So I'm like, once we get out in the sun and get in the van, you'll be fine. I put him in his car seat and he's like, it's so hot in here. It's so hot. And he wanted to roll <laughs> his window down and it was pathetic. Yeah. Well, you know, there, uh, you know, it wasn't that windy here. However, a red flag warning was in effect all day, the western two tiers of counties in Missouri, a whole bunch of... Uh, For that us? Went every, well, not us. It was Joplin on the, uh, we, the western two tiers. Like, I don't remember any winds. There have been no. fires There were around. some fires today. Even but... near. Oh, well, My you said when you came in... went and fought a fire today, and, and I could smell smoke. We drove through some smoke on the way over here, and you could we smell it right outside. Well, there is a, a heightened fire danger, but we weren't in the red flag category. And it's been like... We've had that... A few times in the past couple of weeks where we're under a, yeah. a, a, a fire risk, but not under criteria for a red, red flag. Well, board. and people don't understand that, you know, we had this rate, excuse me, they, we had this rain and then all of a sudden we get the a heightened fire and they're like, oh, well, you know, that somebody hit the wrong button or whatever. I'm like, no, they didn't hit the wrong button because at this time of year, vegetation isn't quite going yet. So... Once, you know, even though it rained, there's nothing to soak up that rain. Or yeah, so the rain kind of went off into the creeks and streams or whatever, and then the rest of the area is dry. So once that sun comes out, makes everything dry, and it becomes kindling again. And we have what they call a low stick fuel stick value. Um, that should have been a weather word of the week. I should have done fuel that. Fuel stick value. Fuel stick. Yeah, low right. fuel stick value. Uh, yeah, it. it a fuel stick value is a measurement of how much moisture is in a, a stick, <laughs> you know, like a branch. Is it is it really dry? That's how they can um, determine what the fire danger is. Low humidity, wind, and how dry the vegetation is. So the, if they have a low fuel stick value, then it uh, it's kindling it, or tinder. It will it will it will uh, fire really quick. Get so out of hand. These uh, newer Weather stations from ambient weather. Yeah. And they're not extremely expensive. Now they have sensors for lightning strikes, tells you how far they are. It can measure soil moisture and temperature. 
There's sensors that hook to to it that no go way. in the ground. All kinds of things. You, you mean from the unit you can drive drive a correct. A, so yeah, we might have to upgrade soon. Patreon.com slash Stronger Weather. cool. I would love to have the, the lightning. Oh, the lightning is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Well, it helps us. We have us. some uh, sponsorships available, too. So if anybody wants to sponsor us. That's true. We can get some new equipment. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we have our Patreon. So thank you to all the supporters of Patreon. We haven't mentioned that much. Um, to support what we do, we we do our best to get the most accurate weather information out to y'all. So the cave where I work is wet. It rained pretty good on us out there Friday morning. We had to delay due to the lightning. Boy, it was loud. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, that's right. We had some loud lightning the other day. I got up at 4.30 in the morning when oh, I heard a car. siren coming from my phone because I set it up that way so it would wake me up in case an unexpected storm warning would come through, and it did. And it was kind of unexpected. Yes. Nobody. It was a, you know, we had some wind reports. We had some hail, a pretty good. I think it's more of a hail thing, wasn't it? We had some pretty good hail from, uh, what is it? Spar- we had Sparta had some hail, some uh, Spokane, okay. some, uh, but uh, Highlandville, that whole area. And then we had another hail down by uh, Holl- or south of Hollister. Okay. And a lot of lightning. So yeah, this thing had some lightning. To I it. opened the window up and listened to it rain, but you know, once I was up at four thirty, I was up for the rest of the day. But uh, you know, wow. severe weather. No fun. wonder you're tired. You you need today to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that I'm was so when glad I texted you. I'm like, are you awake yet? I had literally, I literally. <laughs> but by then, I was already at work. Yeah, and he was another, at work. It was a second line. I was line like, there's another through. line coming, and, and that's the line at work. that was loud. When, and that's the line that the latest. But at work. this is the the funny thing is because Corey texted me, and literally about 45 seconds later, you texted me, and I'm laying in bed. My alarm went off at nine. You're texting me at like 20. Five it seconds. Was like right at, at nine. Yeah, night. I mean, and I'm in my bed and I'm looking at my phone, hoping I don't drop it because it'll hit me in the face, <laughs> you know. And then it's like all these texts. It's like what? What's coming in? It's like oh crap. So I looked at the at the radar and yeah, it didn't look like too angry. I, I mean, it, it had it had some baby teeth in it, but it it was much louder than the first line. Really. It didn't have hail. There was a little bit of hail at first on that second line. But the first line had uh, some teeth. That's why it went severe. Which was And it was weird. severe for several counties. I mean, there was huge severe from Springfield down to Arkansas. And after I got up, I looked at it. I'm like, holy cow, Storm Prediction Center didn't tag this? Yeah, we weren't National- even under a marginal. No. We were just, yeah. yeah and, and, and that can just prove it can happen. Uh, conditions were just right. I mean, the TV station well, guys were talking. It's like, no, it's not going to be anything. So we're like, uh, doesn't look like it to me. And all of a sudden, whoa. But we're in that time of year. We are in March. <sighs> that any you can't count out anything when something moves through. Because yeah. it can latch on to any little thing and go berserk right over you. But you have to admit, this was 4.30 in the morning. The... the, the, the Oh yeah, so we should. The dynamic should have been low at that point. It shouldn't have been, you know, if it was four thirty in the afternoon. Oh yeah, bring it on. I get it. I've had so many people message me this week asking if. So do you think we're officially done with winter weather and snow? And I was like, it's too soon to say. We're in Missouri. Well, the (laughs) enjoy the warm while it lasts. (laughs) Average average last frost. 
for this area, I think is around April 20th. It's mid-April. Because so we talked about this last week where yeah. it turns cold usually on Easter. So yeah, and Easter is next week? No, two seven, weeks. It's not until April 17th this year. Sorry. It's late. I can't keep up. I don't know. Hopefully, being that late, it'll be... Uh, right, but yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, like we said, average, average hummingbirds will be here by then. Ah, that's what I was getting ready to say. The hummingbird report. Yes. <laughs> well, it's almost. It's not quite time to bring back the, We're the bird have watching. To find report. our hummingbird feeders and get them ready because that is go by. We noons. had some angry birds at the end of the season <laughs> last year, like literally coming up and like tapping on our window because our bird feeders were gone. Hello, little beaks would come up against the glass. Like, hello, where's the food? <laughs> no, last time I was with. Uh, last week, I was up with my mother, and and she has her. She makes her list, my her to do list for me. And one of them was get the humming for get bird feeders bird down. Feeder yeah, get it down. So she, I mean, because they're way up at the top of the thing. I was like, I don't want you on a big stair. You no, know, no, 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 no. So I was like, it was great. We we got the bird houses up. Uh, she's got like one, two, three, four, four or five. Uh, five or six bird houses, you know, the, the normal little bird right. houses. And, you know, and, and she said, point it. She, there's a specific way to point them. I didn't know that. Like, hmm. it, like if it's I on know that, a branch, sense. yeah, if it's a tree with the branch going towards like the south, then when you hang it up, the hole needs to be towards the south. Hmm. Which kind of makes sense in a I way. I mean, it makes sense because uh, you're thinking birds and the way they fly and things like that. But yeah, hmm. I just have never thought about it. I never I, knew that. Well, see, that's why she's the bird watching expert. I would have so, just there you, well, one of them. stuck it out there and said, "Here you go." I know. We do. You know, back when we were kids, we took a toilet paper roll and wrapped it in peanut butter and <laughs> sesame seeds or whatever, and have at it. There you go. Yeah, and she's got a couple of blue bird feeders. We didn't we didn't take those down last year, so she's got to clean. Those are all hers. How do we get on this birds? Oh, hummingbirds. Yeah, he so, said hummingbirds. Now, so okay, so what's the average time, Corey? Is it tax time or? Tax time keeps Here, shifting now. It seems like it's usually tax it time. It is tax day. Tax day. Now they'll, 15th they'll of hit April. Texas a little bit before us. A couple weeks. Yeah, before a couple us. weeks. Yeah. So Randy and and Tina right. down there, they they will yeah, be they our first. No, they see them a couple weeks before we do. And when they see them, we know we've got another. They're on the way, but it's got another way. couple weeks. Yeah. But we know to get our bird feeders ready. See, that's because great because they're coming. Yeah. So all you need to do is keep listening to the Storm Door Weather podcast. We will tell you with the bird watching report. We should have a contest. What? We should put a hummingbird feeder up on Grant's deck. Because he's way up high and he's just across the way from us. Okay. And then put them on ours and see who they like best. They'll go high. I'm I know they will, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, let's see who they prefer. You know, because we have Henry the hummingbird that comes back every year. Oh, that's right. And, and he, he's mean. He's mean and he protects his... He. I mean, the <laughs> thing has like 10 feeders on it, but he doesn't let anybody else... Well, that's that's not nice. There has been a time though where we he must have been gone because we've had like seven or eight hummingbirds all feeding off one feeder, so he must have been like you know off sleeping or something. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because he literally sits in a bush. You can't see him. There's like a shrub beside our house. Oh wow! And sometimes he sits on my tomato plants right underneath. Well, yeah. Sometimes he's oh, wow. sitting there guarding it, like out in the open. But most of the time, he's in this shrub, and you don't know he's there until you see another hummingbird fly in, and then all of a sudden, boom! He shoots out of the shrub and chases him off, and then goes back to his shrub. Like he doesn't want to eat right then. He's just making sure nobody else gets that's, to eat. That's not. He's nice. probably like, you know, this guy's really slow at refilling his, so <laughs> I got to make sure I guard this. 
I want this one. Y'all can go to other ones. I want this one here. <laughs> but that was one of our fun facts one time of where they do. They return to oh, the yeah. same feeders every year. You know, I still remember that. That's so bizarre. If they know, it kind of makes sense in their little pea brain that they have. If you know where your food source is, yeah, sure. But a year later? It, right? Like, how do they remember? But I, I would not do it. Anywho. Anywho, yeah. Where are we at? So, yeah. So, we'll start the bird watching report up here in a couple of weeks, pretty much when April gets here. We got the pollen report back on. We'll, we'll hit that in a little bit. Um, I went disc golfing today, and it is Sunday, and it was 75 degrees. Beautiful. I went to Hollister, Tiger Springs, disc golf course, zero people out there. I went to... Sunset Disc Golf Course near Alexander Park. Zero people playing. There's a couple of people walking. It went to Iserman, which is my my go-to. Zero people playing. There, there wasn't a ton of people. I, I want to say, well, they were all at Silver Dollar City, but today this is correct. wasn't. Ah, that's right. But today wasn't as bad as earlier in the week. It was, yeah, well, but it was still not. I mean, there were I a lot looked, of people. I looked at like Three or four o'clock, and a lot of the ride times were zero or ten minutes. Oh, really? Oh, they probably just weren't being updated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well. When, when did you get an influx? Of, I mean, did it start early? Wednesday and Thursday was bad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's spring break for that a was lot the of first. Areas. That was their first right. day they were open. Wednesday was opening day. Plus, it was the first day of spring break that they were open. So that's nuts. But today, though, I mean, did you get today? Wasn't like, well. Horrible. Today starts spring break for new areas. See, and not all uh, spring break is the same. Yeah, there's other okay, parts of right, Missouri, and right. Arkansas starts this week. So Arkansas will be this week, and parts of Missouri will be this week. I think Oklahoma was last week. Yeah, Oklahoma was all last week. So the Harrison week. people will probably Kansas. just come up Harrison here. Harrison is so next easy. week, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so you've got a steady stream so, of yeah. stuff. Town was weeks. definitely, yeah. town was, the whole town was busy. Um, and let me tell you, some of our city... Their 2021 was their best ever in October, November, December, ever, because a lot of people are coming back to Branson. They're coming back. People to are just now City coming out of hiding from, from COVID. From 2020, oh, you know? right. And it's just exploded, and I think it's continuing into this year. And it's it's good for Branson, that's for sure. Because it's definitely good. I except know we, all of Branson is pretty pretty busy at this during spring. Like break. I said, I tried mm-hmm. to get to the landing to go floating <laughs> Thursday. And I mean, traffic, just trying to get through the diverging diamond and get down by oh. the landing was horrible. It took a while. And then to try to find a parking spot at the landing, because we wanted to leave one car at our out spot. And uh, right. And we drove to the in spot. And I mean. And we're getting to that time of year where tourists and spring breakers are coming in. People don't still don't know how to drive on a roundabout. It was busy. <laughs> Drives me nuts. But. It's it's good for Branson, and I love seeing it. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. seeing the busy, but we still are very short-staffed everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere is very short-staffed, and people are... We just try to remind people, please yeah, be just, kind. Just be patient. Be patient be and patient. kind. They're doing the best they can. Yeah. They're working long hours. And they, they want to make time. They want to get you to have a happy experience. Like so their just, goal is for you to have a good experience. Right. But, you know, there's no sense of getting angry. I I know. So, anyway, uh, I might. Yeah, no, I'm going to go to Springfield tomorrow. So, I, I was glad I got out and played disc golf today. I got some exercise. And it, it just reminded me spring is here. And I want to get out a lot more. I want to get better. I, want I really lose weight. And I, want I to didn't get realize it was spring. 
It's been a blur this whole week for me because well, I've been yeah. busy at work. I haven't even Until seen Until I read uh, the Storm Dark Weather Facebook <laughs> post as I was headed down to the park tonight. I was like, oh, yeah, today was spring. Yeah. I've seen him like all of a few minutes. Oh, I know. I mean, other than he's beside me in bed. Right. But I've not seen him and talked to him other than the few minutes he gets home, he eats dinner and falls asleep. And then he gets up the next morning, tells me goodbye, and I don't see him. Are you doing 10 hour shifts? Oh, it depends. It's, oh, it's okay. been like 12 hour shifts because he's been, he gets oh, up Lord. at like 6.30 or 7 and he doesn't get home till almost 8 o'clock at night, so. Well, again, I'm very thankful that you were on that. I had that, that severe weather. I had no idea. And looking at it, I went. I was shocked he was on it because I didn't realize what time it was. I thought it was time for him to get up. And so he was just kind of. Catching the storm as it was time for him to get up. I didn't realize it was four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and there's storms ah, going on. No, it's, it's crazy. So, speaking of storms, we're not going to have this next, but you know, today was nice. Tomorrow, the first part is going to be nice, but we're going to have a wet pattern probably coming in. There's a nice low pressure system coming in uh, to the area. Uh, we'll let Corey talk about that a little bit more in the model minute, uh, but looks like it's going to rain. Uh, till at least Tuesday. It looks like it's going to be waves. So I'm curious of what the what the model minute the models are going to say. Uh, but they're saying probably like you know a wave and a wave and then maybe Wednesday a wave. I don't know. They keep going back and forth. It was going to be a lot on Wednesday and like I don't know. So I don't know. So Corey, you well, about ready I'm, to do the model before minute? Before we go there, here? yeah, you want to do so? Yeah. I, I'm. What's this next line? This Mississippi. Yeah, I got the yeah, I got that did little. Did you like? Uh, did your hand get stuck on the yeah, ISS 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 yeah. keys? Yeah, I said uh, SPC day three moderate in Louisiana. I, w- I want to talk about that a little later into Mississippi. Mississippi. Did you get a stutter all of a sudden? I want to see what the models are saying, and then we're going to talk about day three on there. So let's get to this. Model minute. Model minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. It's time for the Model Minute. And I'm curious, like I said, uh, what's stuff saying that? Do you need glasses again, Corey? You need to read it a second? Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are models. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at the, GF, the GFS. And uh, it looks like it's going to rain tomorrow. Did you guys know that? Maybe later, like <laughs> after four-ish. After four-ish. I've seen the time wavers. Possibly sure. could come in waves. You know, it looks strongish, heavyish, oh, really? like a pretty good line coming through. Uh, Oklahoma, eastern Oklahoma, starting on uh, yeah, early or late Monday, and then maybe overnight. And then moving into southern Missouri, but 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 most of that's gonna though the big line of it down into Arkansas, Mississippi, Louisiana, and that looks pretty iffy down there. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna get your take on that, and then I wanna talk about what the SPC is taking. But so it doesn't look. I'm looking at SPC now. It doesn't look like they're severe. For us, but you're saying it looks like a pretty hefty line, though. It looks like a pretty good rainer. Okay, well, and we I got, can deal with we that. Got over three quarters of an inch the other day on Friday. Yeah, we yeah. could get that again, easy. Very yes, exactly. I'm gonna zoom in for a second, make sure. Uh, 
so I can see what I'm doing here. I don't have my iPad. I always forget my Did iPad. Did you need the glasses? No, I just... You're really holding I was phone. doing sound effects. I'm trying to touch Missouri with my finger. On your, there tiny, we go. On your tiny, on your tiny phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a tiny phone. No, but... I got smaller a tiny phone. It's smaller than an iPad. Smaller than an iPad. I can't use mine. So we got, we got a pretty good line coming through. Possibly in a couple rounds of that uh, on that uh, Monday evening. Okay, so what's it? What time is that? You think? Uh, let's see here. The first uh, precipitation could reach. It looks like it might hit Springfield before it hits us. Really? I'm trying okay. To go back a little bit here. Yeah, it's a line, but the heavier stuff they have it north of Springfield at. Really, six p.m. Okay, on when on Monday evening because we're GMT minus five now, which always screws up my brain. Because I, I well, I'm not doing GMT. I'm oh, just doing Central Real? Daylight Time. Yeah, Central Daylight. And then another lighter round uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We have a ninety percent chance Tuesday. I think. Uh, yeah, to, after pretty, one pretty, afternoon, pretty hefty chance Monday night though. Okay, so that's wave one, and then wave two would be Tuesday. Yeah, and then you got light showers on Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday morning, 1 a.m., we got lingering showers. But what's what's uh, drawing my attention is all the blue precipitation around us. Wait a minute. Blue precipitation can only mean one thing in models. Yeah. Which we don't like to talk From about. From Springfield to Joplin down to Springdale. A little bit of blue, and it's lasting for a couple hours, and another round that hits Springfield uh, Thursday morning. Okay. So, can I like say I would like to put the kibosh on that? I don't think that's going to happen. Well, neither are, but this is the model minute. Well, it is. So, I'm telling you what the models are saying. I agree. <clears throat> and then we uh, fast forward on into a dry period, basically, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and the next week, Wednesday, March 30th, nothing, nothing. We got a little more shower activity uh, toward the end of the model cycle. Of course. Okay. We got another little line coming through near the 1st of April. April. We're going to be in April April soon. 2nd. Isn't that crazy? So, uh, but it's spring. Mm-hmm. Models go 300 and however many... Three hundred and eighty-four hours out. Yeah, could you things could, change? Could you do me do me a favor? Can you check tomorrow on the Nam? Because I'm curious. Well, let, let Corey do that. So tomorrow on the Nam. Yeah. Do you need a minute to call it up? No. Oh, okay. Because Sharon and I could fill in. What time. do you want to know we about totally the ramble about Nam? Uh, I, timing. I'm just curious about the time. Nam minute. Nam minute. <laughs> What do they say? Hey, it would be easier on my iPad, though. Okay, I'm no. fast forwarding okay. to tomorrow. Make a note. Bring, bring his iPad. First precipitation like, bring hitting iPad. Branson at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Right on the dot. Okay, so it looks like the the majority of the day. It doesn't look near as strong, though. Oh, really? Uh, see, that's what I wanted more to ask. scattered in nature than light in nature with a big, heavy pocket near between Kansas City and or Topeka and Clinton, Missouri. Okay, which which is what you said GFS was saying north of Springfield, like a heavy. Yes. Okay. All right. And Arkansas too. Okay. 
Not so much for Branson. It's not looking... It's the Nam. Right. Does it have any blue rain? Oh, let me... <laughs> I'm just curious. Go. <laughs> I don't... Mine doesn't go that far. But oh, okay. It, uh, it does. It does. It, it, just it, barely, it has sure. a, a pretty good uh, swath of blue from Illinois no. down to Springfield, down to Springdale. No! But not for Branson. Okay, good. But no, we don't need... Okay, <laughs> I mean, according to the National Weather Service, we're we're going to be in a little bit under average, a little bit below average. I just can't, at this point, I don't have any confidence that we're going to see snowflakes. You know, I mean, definitely it won't accumulate. If we do, I mean, they could be way up there and not hit the ground. Yeah, or exactly. You might see a flake mixed in. Yeah, something not, like that. Yeah, okay. Now I, I'll buy that. But no, if we're talking about travel issues, the no. forecast grid's not picking up on snow in this area. Didn't even mention it. Uh, the her model has. Um, let's see what time. Her doesn't go out that far. <clears throat> her only goes out eighteen, doesn't it? Or do you have an extended well, maybe her? Maybe yours. Ooh, he's got an extended her. Because mine goes out 48. Um, I need to start using Pivotal. <laughs> because it's uh, 4 p.m. in the vicinity, right on our back door, and then moving into our area at 5 and 6 p.m. And there's pockets yeah. of heavier stuff on the her and all through the area. Okay. Okay. So there. Yeah. So we're going to get a decent rain. I mean, I'm. You know, if we get over an inch, they're going to start popping flood watches. I know they well, are. Well, there already is for Arkansas. Did you notice that? No, the I did not. The office issued a flood watch. No way. Uh, but it's further down. It's not anywhere near here. Oh, I understand. Yeah, it's way down there. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I imagine tomorrow we're probably going to start seeing those flood watches again. Interesting. Awesome. No, I'm glad you checked that because I was curious. At this point, as of tonight, 9.45, basically, Sunday evening, models are saying it's probably going to start around 4 o'clock on Monday. That's the consensus. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, you know, you know, if, we, if you got three models saying that, if you got the GFS NAM and the HER going on there, yeah, we probably, yeah. yeah so they, there's a pretty good area of uh, anticipated high rain all the way from... Eastern Texas, Southern Arkansas, Mississippi, and we're talking, you know, maybe even up to five to seven inches. Now you're talking WPC now, right? Yeah, this is the the uh, seven day. Now I did but hear that's where that flood watch is posted. Right, I did hear. I think it was yesterday that the axis of the heavier rain shifted a little to the east. Is that what you're seeing? I just heard, like, um, the heaviest inch. rain is right now forecast for just a very eastern portion of Texas, mostly in Louisiana and southern Arkansas. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and that's that actually kind of coincides with day two. Um, the day two SPC has an enhanced risk over southeast Texas, marginal up through southwest Arkansas. But if you go through the day three... This is kind of unusual for the Storm Prediction Center. They've got a moderate for day three. That's three days out, or, yeah, basically, from including today. What do you think about that? 
Um, well, there's only one thing you can think about that. It could get a little dicey down there. Yeah, I think, I mean, on day three when you have a moderate, their confidence is so high that there's going to be a severe weather outbreak. It makes me wonder, though, uh, we're in March. Are we going to have a late season here for severe? Because we didn't have a lot of that early... I mean, there were some episodes of severe weather weather down there, but we didn't have a lot of that February southern style tornado season you know no 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 is we that didn't. what we're gonna see here i i don't think so um i i'm at this point now i'm just talking right off the top of my head i'm seeing really ramped up stuff in march down in the southern states which is typical but in april and especially may that's going to start lifting and that's what right. i thought last year and then all of a sudden it got up to the uh, our area, and all of a sudden it went up to North Dakota. I'm like, <laughs> you remember that? It's just like, mm-hmm. what? It just missed us all together. I do think that's going to happen. March, I'm not really that confident we're going to get a lot of severe. April, I'm starting I'm starting to bump up a little bit. Anyway, the whole, the whole point of this is the Storm Prediction Center, it, it's kind of rare you see a day three. Usually the moderates, they've done a day two moderate. That's... More, much I remember more the back when they didn't even have categories for the day three. They had oh. they had percentages. Oh, like they do for four to eight. Right. Oh, okay. Right, and that wasn't that long ago. They they uh, implemented really? the moderate the the, the the categories for the day three. It used oh. to be fifteen percent, thirty percent, which was basically slight and and moderate. You yeah. know, because yeah. it was the same color on the you know. But but they now they actually call it slight. I mean, just like the day one and two, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. And I'm saying like the the hatched area. There's a huge. Oh, this this is going to really tear loose on Tuesday. That's day three. The the thing about when Storm Prediction Center when when we say day one, that means today. Day two would be tomorrow, and day three would be the day after tomorrow. So this is Sunday. So day three would be Tuesday. It's kind of weird because if you have a birthday, you don't turn one until your next year. You know what I mean? That's always confused me. So you're born, and then when you have your next birthday, you're one. Because you're a year old. Right. But, see, I started playing at the Hughes in 2010, so that's year one. So in 2011, that's year two. But at, but on the date of 2011, it was one year. Right, but I'm in, I'm in my second year. You're in your second year, but yeah. yeah. But you say, yeah, okay, we can, it's logistics. It's logistics. I don't know. A baby, you know, after they turn one, they're in their second year, right? But they're one. They're still one, though. Right. Y'all lost me. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you know. You know. You're probably lost because of the pollen. So let's get to the pollen report. <laughs> yeah, pollen is out there. We were today. feeling it last week. That's for sure. Oh my gosh, and it, it it's still out there. I took my antihistamine. I took my inhaler. I took my allergy eye drops before I went out because I didn't want to sneeze. While I'm trying to like throw my disc, okay, and avoid the water. There was a few days last week that my entire family woke up saying their throats were scratchy and their eyes were itchy and. Pollen, you don't mess with pollen. I mean, I am fortunate that I only have minor symptoms with pollen. Right. I mean, aren't horrible usually, but but I know people that are miserable with pollen. There's the whatever the one I think is ragweed. Ragweed is mine that I literally feel like I have the flu. 
I will get like almost like sinus infection. I'm so miserable for just for a couple of days. But and that was just wow. here recently. That was just a couple of weeks ago. Well, ragweed's not out. Yeah. No, but I mean, here's what you have. Okay. Oh gosh. I mean, you should have just asked me. Because he knows everything. He's a no, doctor. No, he he knows what we're talking about. Yeah. He's a Google doctor. You. <laughs> uh oh. Have. <gasps> Cedar fever. Oh, good grief. Cedar fever. Oh, my gosh. Also referred to as allergic rhinitis. <gasps> he said it right. Good for you. It's not exactly what it sounds like, though. Rhinitis. Yeah. It's not the flu. It's not a virus, but it's an extreme allergy, but it sure can feel like the flu. But now, wait a minute. Is cedar out yet? Because what I looked at... Cedar fever is common in areas with a lot of mountain cedar or juniper trees okay there we the go trees release a large amount of allergy causing pollen now at silver dollar city i'm seeing a lot of cedar trees looking very excited they're they getting looking, ready are they looking sus yeah they're getting ready well it, now isn't cedar the one where you go out in the morning and your car's yellow well it, <laughs> That can be anything. That was pollen. Yeah, but well, there's well, yeah, one tree. But there's yeah. one tree that really just and I don't I don't know if it's cedar, but it's just boom. It explodes. Yeah. But I mean, but according to pollen.com, the predominant ones this week are elm, juniper, and ash. Uh, juniper, of course. Juniper well, juniper and cedar cause cedar fever. Ah. And juniper pollen. Causes a runny nose, a sore throat, and incessant sneezing. There you go. He's looking at me because I do that every once in a while. <laughs> like I will just start sneezing my head off like ten times. My in mom a row. does. My mom and I do too. And then I'm good. She will text me and say, "I just sneezed fifteen times." <laughs> Did you know twenty to thirty percent? And this is just off the top of my head. It might be more like twenty-one to thirty-one oh. percent of of <laughs> of the population of America. Is allergic to juniper. Did you know that? No, I did not. That's so a, a third of the total, population. That's a total shot in the dark. He just made that number. <laughs> Could be thirty. It might be thirty. Juniper is like carnivorous. Carnivorous. Yeah. What? Yeah. Whatever. Plants <laughs> of the what is, family? Cypress. Is that where plants eat plants? Oh. <laughs> carnivorous. Did you know <laughs> only the male juniper plants produce pollen? That would kind of make sense. Yeah, it does males, make sense. They're always All causing males. trouble. I know. I know. <sighs> but isn't that how the world works? The males the produce the pollen. The the problems and the women Well, yeah. Sick. The exactly. bees spread it around. Well, but uh, seriously, I, I, that's true. Because you have the pollen and then the, the bees, like you said, in the wind carry it to the It can cause to you pods. to wheeze. People complain wheeze. about, they don't, you know, you don't hear about, oh, it's that juniper season again. You don't, but like it causes issues. Like ragweed, but it causes issues for 30% of the people, but it's spring, so they're just expected. They just they, they don't know exactly what their allergy is. They just know, oh, it's allergies, and that's one of the uh, earlier allergies there are, there is, and that's what's happening right now. So We've many. had a juniper, juniper issue for the past three or four pollen reports on storm dryer. Juniper's oh, yeah. always showing up. But see, now, is juniper deciduous, Is it or is annual? Is it annual? Because... I know I, it's coniferous. <laughs> it eats itself. I'm not sure if that's Isn't a that ding or a buzzer. Is. What? It's coniferous. Okay. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll it get, is. I, I always knew it was coniferous. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a ding. I don't think that's right, but I don't know. It says Do you even coniferous. know what that is? Is that means? what it says? No. 
Oh, well, let me school you on oh, that. Oh, okay. Oh, we're going to He's going to educate us. Okay. When you have a coniferous plant, <laughs> them darn coniferous oh, plants. Gosh. Well, you know uh, uh, what a conifer is? Now, I know what okay, a conifer. That, that, that's what this word is. It's conifer with urus. Yeah. It, it's a tree that bears cones, evergreen right. needle-like, you know. I thought it was Harry Conifer Jr. Did he do? Oh, my God. Wow. Stop. Oh, sorry. Wow. We're only in the first segment. We can't go off we the can't go. Okay. Anyway. Con- yeah. No. Actually, I do know what conifer is. Yeah. So it's kind of like a pine tree. I don't know what it... I'm not going to drive down the road. Look at those juniper trees. I'm not going to know that. I'm That's a conifer. Very, I would I'm think, feeling very coniferous I would today. Think, oh, those are cedar trees. No, those are juniper trees. Those are bociferous. Wait. <laughs> All I know is it's pollinating. Any group of mostly evergreen and shrubs as pines that typically produce cones and have leaves resembling needles or scales in shape. Well, see, that's like like fir trees and evergreen, like Christmas tree, like Christmas. It's also a juniper. Wow. So a Christmas tree. I need cedar to. fever. I, you know, I actually like that you said that because it, especially because that's going to happen. That happens to me. I didn't used to be allergic. I was just ragweed. Now I'm not ragweed allergic, All but I'm I know everything in spring. Is my last week when I was sick and I was fighting a headache like every morning that lasted all day. I looked at my Facebook memories and like every day for the last 10 years, I have posted something about a headache that wouldn't go away and feeling like crap. So obviously it's something that comes out this time of year and it bugs me. It's it's that time of year. <laughs> That's what happens. Are you anti-coniferous? Ooh. Apparently. Then you use an anti-coniferous demeanor. I don't know if they make those. I don't know. Some kind but of pill. Claritin seem to work. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think it's time to get to the weather Moving school. On. Yeah. I mean, uh, what Corey just said a while ago, there's like a 90% chance. There's a 100% chance of rain and showers uh, Tuesday night. No, Monday night. And then in Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, there's a 90%. But that's 109, 100%, 90%. Is there any that much difference? You know? 10%. Well, this weather school... Not in my book. No. This weather school explains all about POPs. P-O-P. You know what P-O-P stands for? POP. Besides that? (laughs) It's an acronym, so it's weather. I don't know. (laughs) Probability of precipitation. POPs. So that's what this weather school is going to explain. So let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know... Stormed our weather school. The forecast calls for mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. So does 40% mean it's really going to rain? Almost every day, we hear the National Weather Service mention rain or snow chances for at least one day in the weekly forecast period. 20% here, 60% there, 
it can be rather confusing. Is there really a difference between 30% and 40%? Well, actually there is. A probability of precipitation, or POP, also referred to as a chance of precipitation or a chance of rain, is a measure of the probability that at least some minimum quantity of precipitation will occur within a specified forecast period and location. According to the United States National Weather Service, a POP is the probability that more than one one-hundredth inches of precipitation will fall in a single spot, averaged over the forecast area. This can be expressed mathematically as, quote, POP equals C times A. So, where C is the confidence that any form of precipitation, like rain or snow, will occur somewhere in the forecast area, and A is the percent of the area that will receive measurable precipitation, if it occurs at all. For instance, if there is a 100% probability of rain covering one half of the city, and a 0% probability of rain on the other half of the city, the pop for the entire city would be 50%. A 50% chance of a rainstorm covering the entire city would also lead to a pop of 50%. The pop measure is meaningless unless it is associated with a period of time. National Weather Service forecasts commonly use POP defined over 12-hour periods, or POP-12, through 6-hour periods, or POP-6, and other measures are also published. A daytime POP-12 means from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. The probability of precipitation can also be expressed using descriptive terms instead of numerical values. For instance, the National Weather Service might describe a precipitation forecast with terms such as slight chance, meaning 20% certainty, and scattered, meaning 30-50% to 50% aerial coverage. The precise meaning of these terms varies. When the National Weather Service expects less than a 20% chance of precipitation, it will not be advertised in the forecast. If they are confident that non-measurable precipitation is possible, they may advertise drizzle, sprinkles, or maybe even flurries in the forecast. Let's break down these terms and percentages further to better understand their meaning. A pop value of 20%, the qualifying term would be a slight chance, and the equivalent aerial term would be isolated. A pop value of 30, 40, or 50%, would be termed as a chance. An equivalent aerial term would be scattered. Now for a pop value of 60 to 70 percent, that usually means likely and the equivalent aerial term would be numerous. And finally when we get to 80 percent, 90 percent, and 100 percent of the pop value, you can just pretty much bet it's going to rain. Oftentimes, these seemingly subtle timing and phasing can result in difference between a significant rainfall event and little to no rainfall at a particular location. The probability of precipitation, 
that the National Weather Service advertises tries to take into account the pros and cons for and against measurable rainfall at a certain location. So, when there's a 70% chance of rainfall at a certain location, there's also a 30% chance it won't. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And did you know I heard somebody talking the other day? It was on a credible source. It wasn't TV. And it wasn't the Weather Channel. <laughs> no, I mean... I, TV's not a credible source. Well, no, yeah, really. Uh, they were talking about that these apps like like the Weather Channel and other apps like that that say, you know, the, the rain is going to move in at 2.22 p.m. and there's a 37% chance of blah, blah, blah. It's 91 for tomorrow, according to my app. Not yeah, app, yeah, but like, like app, the, I have the, a uh, but the crap apps for... that they have. They said that is designed that way to make you think it is more accurate, but it's really not. It's all computer generated. It's not. Of course, it is. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, we know that, but people That's don't know that. That's an algorithm that that uh will yeah feed that to your phone. Yeah, like your crap app. I think uh, Apple has weather or whatever. I mean, it's all it's all computer generated. Apple comes with a weather app, right? right. And I think I think the the droids do That's too. Usually pretty, it's usually pretty accurate, though. Yeah, I, but it's well, the it computer. Tells you when it's going to rain. But if it says a thirty eight percent chance of you know pop or you know two twenty nine p.m. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of more a lot more apps that are time specific now. Yeah, the yeah. Time, time, but you know, weather panel, uh, Fox Weather now. There's a lot, there's a few out there. Yeah, I just don't buy into the minute by minute by minute by minute thing. It's like that's where it's headed. Like that's I want to watch, but do. it's not real. I want to watch the clock and do. I want to see <laughs> yeah. at two twenty-two if it starts raining. Exactly. The other day, and okay. I'm gonna sue. The other day, it's I got a, a, an alert that was a minute specific, and it started on that minute. It the really snow did. That you, no, that we've had recently when it says that, like when they've called school because they've said that the wintry mix or the snow or whatever is going to start at a certain time. No, that was starts. just me saying that. No, oh. but I'm saying it. No, 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 no. It starts at a certain time, and like it's right on the dot. Well, I, I would understand it's like at 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock or whatever, but if you like 2.39, that's a little much. I mean, that, mm, that's, I don't know. That's, that's awfully, what they want it to be, though. That's they want awfully, it to, awfully they, confident of themselves. That's what they want the future of weather to be. Minute by minute. Well, yeah. uh, I say good luck with that. It'd be hard so. to keep up with here in this area. <laughs> oh, I know. It changes all the time. Okay, let's get to the next segment, which is in other news. Corey and I don't really have much of anything. The only thing I had, I just wanted to say, we are pretty pretty much in the realm of days being equal now. So the sun is setting directly in the west. If you're driving west at sunset, that sun is right on your road. In other words, if you get off work in Joplin at, around sunset and you're driving towards Oklahoma... You're going to have sun in your eyes all yeah. the time. Yeah, and especially in Branson with the hills. I go downtown, and, and there's like the, the Hamburger Hill, which is 76 going up. As soon as I top that hill, the sun is right there. I can't tell can't people coming out of McDonald's. 
people, please don't put Hinston your nose out. Hamburger Hill. Oh yeah, we got Wendy's, we got Steak and Shake, we got McDonald's, we got all these. Things. Back then, you just Chick Fil A. When it was actually named Hamburger Hill, people. There ain't no hamburger. That's when the high school was downtown. You know, did you? Oh. So they would walk to Hamburger Hill and eat lunch at McDonald's. They were allowed to leave school and go eat. Now there's more hamburgers on Hamburger Hill, but (laughs) but not a lot of the visitors know that's Hamburger Hill. Oh, okay. So it is so. Yeah. Well, if you're local, you know. If you're local, you call it Hamburger Hill. But you know, and you know where we're talking about. Yes, it's 76 downtown going west it goes up right when you get off 65 and you see all the hamburger we're pretty places. creative <laughs> with names here in branson, right when you get off yeah. 65 <laughs> headed downtown to the old downtown main street yeah. mount branson hamburger hill yeah well, well you know but also i mean i I'm, I'm calling out sunset because you know i don't get up early but people who get up early it's the same going east we had a great right. sunrise the other, the, the, the other day and i was just too tired to stamp a picture Really? We were going to work the other day, and I was like, sure, it's pretty over there. Okay. But, <laughs> I mean, I've experienced that driving into work, too. And that's actually how we had, uh, I had one of our crossing guards at the school several years ago got hit by a car. Oh. In the parking lot of the school. Because it was one of those mornings where the sun was just beating right down. You got right sun blindness, yeah. And he's there directing traffic, and the person didn't see him. It ran right over him. Yeah. I, I, I am frightened. They it, don't have crossing guards anymore. I wondered. I don't see them. They we, really don't? Since, since that guy, and he'd been there forever. Yeah. Like, he was a beloved oh. staple of the school. Like Yeah, like the day before Christmas break, he'd have a big stack of Christmas, pile of Christmas presents, presents that the parents would bring him. Like, they oh. would drive by him, and they would throw a present out the window. He was an older guy. How cool is that? He wasn't that old, but... Yeah, so How I mean, cool. but then he got hit by a car and his shoulder messed up and everything. And like I said, oh. she didn't mean to, she didn't seem. No, right. But since then, they've never had another crossing guard. Oh, well. I mean, and, and this 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 type of sun blindness is only going to happen a couple of weeks. Right. Maybe, maybe two or three It'll weeks. It'll kind of level out. Yeah, and then it's the sun will start setting a little bit offset, and then it's going to be a lot better. But that's all I have, so... But did you hear we're not going to have daylight saving time anymore? Or it's going to be permanent? Maybe. We daylight got one saving. more. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go through I the saw house. 2023. I've heard two things. I heard 2023, but then it wouldn't start until 2024. And then they kind of backed out of that. The, the so one I, I read know. said that it would take effect in 2023. So. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. So, Corey, what is this? What You'll is have it? daylight. If it if it passes. It, 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 yeah. It's going to pass the house. We'll still go. fall back. You it, you still have to fall back, and then spring ahead again. And then we'll stay there. I don't know. See, we, the yeah. thing is, here's why: the airlines, they're afraid it's going to cause a Y2K problem with the airlines. Jeez, with screwing up their ticketing and their everything. That was the big one, the airlines. But but there's surely other. Other uh, industries that would have an issue with not having daylight saving time. I mean, Airlines time would be an specific. easy fix because Arizona doesn't do it. Doesn't Indiana? Right. Well, there are several states that don't even honor it. It's like so. It would be better. I don't know. So I've heard twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. I think we'll know more if it passes the house, and then yeah. And I've worked hospital for seventeen years, and I've worked in the fall. 
fall back, which stinks mm-hmm. and is horrible. And right. anybody that has to work overnight and it's 2 a.m. and then suddenly uh, it's 1 a.m. again. I wouldn't mind not having awful. to change my clocks anymore. Right. Yeah. But, but in the spring, be, when you're working be, a night it shift and it different. jumps that hour and you're like, woo, uh, time to go home. Yeah. That's, right. It would really change some things in winter. Wouldn't get dark as early. Wouldn't right get dark now. at five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all for that. So it would get dark at like it's six o'clock, so right? so depressing. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Right? Why not? You know, there's been so much discussion and debate on this. But some things are get, outdated. But you right. just get used to one, you finally get your body set up on that clock and it's time to change it again. And the older I get, the longer it takes. And, and I know it's one hour, but there's a difference. I had, I had to go to bed early that night because I felt that loss of an hour of sleep the yeah. night before i that, did it's good you're getting old my kids <laughs> my kids were still like sound asleep 10 30 in the morning <laughs> yeah really after it's like no it's only 9 30 no kids it's 10 30 but yeah i you know if we go if we catapult forward to daylight saving time like we are now and leave it there but you gotta think mm-hmm. when we go back to standard time mm-hmm. well we Get rid of that. It's going to feel. People are going to complain when it gets light later in the morning, like after eight a.m. is when that sun's going to come up. Yeah. In in the fall. When if we do not switch back, if if we don't fall back, then it'll be. The kids will be getting out of school in the dark. It'll still be dark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that because then they won't be coming home, and two minutes later, it's dark. Yeah. They'll well, true. Play outside for a little bit before it turns dark. I don't know. Well, I mean, we we've been talking about this and debating it for years. Years. It's been a big thing. And like I yeah. said, there's several states that don't honor it. And so. honestly, I don't know if it was you or no. It, Corey did text me. I had no idea that was even up. And it's like, what? It, we're actually considering it. So it passed the house. I think they were the pretty tired. It was unanimous. From- that yeah. was great. Unanimous they were they were pretty tired the from Senate. the night before, and they passed it like a day or two later. When after it happened, after daylight savings time kicked in, <gasps> what did you say? You did not. You did not daylight saving time. Oh, I didn't say. Oh, I'll run it back. I think, right? I, think I no, heard you didn't. An S. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I, I got it on savings. You said savings. Oh, we're going to have to play the replay. We're going to have to okay. find that. Okay, so 1735. Let me write down 1735. <laughs> That's my measure on logic. He's tired, so. though. We'll let him have it. Okay, yeah, you're allowed one. I mean, I might have slurred speech from being <laughs> up for... <laughs> they like for savings. savings. <laughs> 96 hours straight. I know. <laughs> but I said it right. I'm not an idiot. Okay, well, guess what? You said it wrong. So... <laughs> Anyway, so and even if I did say it wrong, <laughs> you're tired. You, you but you're gonna no, pass. No, no, no. We'll let him have it. It's one of those things where is it really that big of a deal? <laughs> like right? It is. It's a huge deal. No, I feel it's savings I, time. We're it's, bring on the savings. I know. Yeah, we're gonna savings. Right. How, how you doing on those M and M's there? Corey has this M the M M&M and M bag pointed directly towards directly him. toward him. I need to take a picture. Turned of this. on its side this, where it this pours is out awesome. towards him. This is awesome. Okay. I don't know how it his like microphone. That. Oh no, no, no. Turn it back mm. like it was. I need to get his a picture. His microphone is dipping yeah. lower and lower. And yeah. He gets lower and lower <laughs> in his chair. Okay. I think another sound bite comes in. So there's, there's a picture for the sound bite. Now, uh, we actually do have, we've been talking, we've got plans of making. Uh, now, this is a term that I coined because I haven't heard it anywhere. And I hope it 
catches on. So if you if you hear it and you've heard this phrase before, let us know. Email us at, at stormdarweather at gmail.com or just send us a message. But uh, I want to make what I call a vodcast. I'm, I don't. I don't know a vodcast. Like, VOD. I don't know what it's called, but people do it. Right. People record themselves no, doing a podcast. I, well, no, but I'm I'm trying to coin a term right. here because you have a blog. No, I have to look it up. But you have a blog and you right. have a vlog. Yeah, a blog. So you have a podcast and then you have a vodcast. So I'm trying to coin that word, Corey. I know you're having a coronary over there. So <laughs> it sounds like we're drinking. That's, uh, <laughs> it sounds no, like vodka. I, no, I I know, but I have thought <laughs> I have thought of vodcast for so long. Actually, you know, if it is taken, we could do we could do a vodcast. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, if we do, I think it's called a vidcast. I'm so I'm so proud of that vidcast. That came up with. vodcast. Okay. So um, vodcast oh, is when you have vodka and oh, you're podcasting. Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh. What? It has a definition. Vodcast? Vodcast. Uh-oh. What does it It's say? another term for videocast. Short vodcast will take viewers through the five easy steps to completing your tax return online. <laughs> what? I thought a vodcast <laughs> is when you drink vodka during a podcast. during the vodcast. That's the only definition. That, that, that makes absolutely no sense for... To do your taxes on a vodka? It's basically making a recording of something, explaining something, but you're recording yourself explaining That's it. a vodcast? That's a vodcast. I don't like it. Write him a letter. But well, it's, another can, term, it's another term for videocast. I can video make a cast. real good, yeah. cool vodcast in no time flat. It would knock your socks a off. A step beyond <laughs> podcasting is vodcasting, also called video podcasting or vlogging. Add right, video that's my point. to the downloadable sound files podcasters listeners are used to. So Okay, so so it is a thing. Wa- it's a thing. Okay. And it's not vodka drinking podcast. No, it doesn't mean you get to drink vodka during <laughs> oh, the podcast. Darn. Long ago. darn. Okay, wait, I got to Wait, 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 wait. Boo. Okay. It's already the main a thing. difference okay. between podcasting and vodcasting is that podcasts are audio programs that are recorded on any audio recording device. Yeah. Whereas name, vodcasting, name an iPod. Oh wait, that was way back then. Right. Pod. Oh, right. 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 Gracious. Whereas vodcasting are audio and visual recordings that are recorded on video camera phones, video cameras. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So I did not come up with that. All right. So our pastor was like kind of like doing this reminiscing thing. You know, it wasn't. I don't know. Anyway, they brought up. Uh, people that were part of the cassette tape era, the, the, the <laughs> CD, or like our kids nowadays barely know what CDs are. Or the eight track. Much less, and yeah, he yeah. said, you know, there's some eight trackers. Um, but <laughs> they, he stuck a picture on the screen and he's like, I just want to ask, like, how many know who this person is? It was a picture of a baby. I immediately turned to the person sitting next to me. I said, like, that's baby Jessica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember the point he was making with it, but like everyone in the room was kind of looking like, who's that? But there was a certain generation of us that was like, that's baby Jessica. See, but you, you were like nine when that happened. I remember it. Yeah, me too. See, I was my, in fifth grade. My favorite meme, I know we're kind of going off, off track here, but my favorite meme is when they have a payphone and you have these two girls and they're like looking at it, taking pictures of it. Mm, it's like, it's what is this thing? I don't, you know. How do you work it? <laughs> It's a payphone. That's my I favorite. I know where there's an ancient artifact in the cave, and I may have brought this up before, but oh, yeah? I, I look at it every day, and sometimes I'll show my, my tours. There's a big crack in the wall, and I can shine my flashlight, and there's an ancient artifact from the 70s in there. 
There's a flash cube that someone stuck oh, the in cube, there. Right. Oh, the cube, right. Yeah, we talked about ago. this the other day. Yeah, I, and there's I, something I right next to it that is though. unidentified. I need to identify it because it looks You're gonna have to dig it out. even older. Take a than picture the flash and send it to cube. me because yeah, I will probably need to get a, a camera with a lens. I'm much get... older than y'all, so it's like you I'll need probably to take know. a picture. I yeah, know I what a flash cube is, though. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I, wait, wait. We we went way off. All right. So, Corey, that's all I got. Do you have anything fun over there? Well, the Topeka National Weather Service launched a, a weather balloon yesterday. Is this the one you were and, talking about? Oh. Did you see that? No. Can I guess? What? Was this in hydrogen? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I lose. Topeka National Weather Service launched a weather balloon yesterday. And uh, you know what a weather balloon does? They launch it into the upper atmosphere, and it's a source that... <laughs> Is used by the forecast models for you know any any type of weather event. That's that's what feeds the models. Yeah, all the data clicks all. Well, the data. The, the balloon traveled up one hundred and nine thousand feet above the. Oh my gosh! Above, yeah, that's a way up there. That's way up it's, there. It's because the planes fly at thirty three thousand feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically almost the space. Space. It's right on the border. <laughs> one oh nine. Wow. It flew about two and a half to three hours being. Steered by winds, you know, it's how they work. Yeah. The bloom burst and it fell back to the surface via a parachute and uh, it landed in a neighborhood. A bunch of houses. I'm, I got a picture here and I'm going to show Rando this Can web. you see it all out there? Yeah. Can you see now, it? This is why we need Wait, a podcast. Hang on, let's zoom in. Hang on, let me zoom in. Can you see it now? <laughs> This, well, if we do have a podcast, this is we... where it landed, but a bunch it's in, in a neighborhood and some nice houses there, right? Yeah. I don't know, I can't see. I'm yeah, gonna zoom I out, Rando. I'm gonna show you what's in okay. this picture. What do you think is gonna be in this picture? I have no idea. A barn, the Kansas City National Weather Service. Oh, that's the radar. He showed me a picture of the KC radar. So it went up in Topeka and came it down. It landed right one eighth of a mile away from the Kansas City National <laughs> Weather Service office. That's funny. It went one hundred nine thousand feet, landed right at another weather service office. Okay, and no. both offices thought that was the coolest that thing pretty, ever. That is pretty. No, cool. here's my question. You can look for this. It went because I know you're good. What's the dis- distance between Topeka and Kansas City? We'll wait. I mean, we can Google it. <laughs> well, no, he all you, all you gotta do is go on radar scope and just kind of yeah. There's there's multiple ways to find that yeah. out. See, Shara, I'm giving him something to do. See, well, I'm making he doesn't it work. Need anything to do? Okay. Oh, that's true. Well, then we can talk about stuff. We can talk about vodcast. <laughs> Let's see here. Videocast is another term for it. I don't like video cast. See, my idea was podcast, vodcast. I think your idea was to drink vodka while doing a vodcast. It's not that far. Well, it could be, but we're not going to say that. Two so. and a half hours. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. Going what? 60 miles an hour? 30 miles an hour? 120 miles up an hour? Typical driving. Up there, it probably was pretty good. I was going to say, well, it's way speed. above the jet stream. Yeah. Because it's a good three hour, you know, two and a half, three hour drive, so it's probably sixty mile an hour traveling, right? Okay, I'll call up Radar Scope and do it myself. Well, I got it right here. Okay, well, how far is it? I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, saying two and a half. <laughs> it's Topeka. There it is. Okay, I bet I can find it for you. This is boring. It's we about got dead air. Seventy miles. Dead air. Seventy miles. Yeah, is it that much? 
Uh, I'm yeah, more like but, sixty miles. Back in Corey's TV miles. days, dead air. Dead air. <laughs> yeah, but that's why we call Edit Verando. So I was probably <laughs> traveling about thirty some miles per hour to the east. But I think it's cool that it landed right at the radar base. That is really wild. Yeah, that is really wild. Is that all you got? I didn't have much. Okay. Well, Shira promised us something fun. So and I never disappoint. She doesn't disappoint. So let's get to that next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. It's time for... <laughs> I still love it. You love it. Okay. I figured you'd like that. So Shara, what in the world do you have for us? Whatever you have prepared. Plot twist. <gasps> Plot twist. I have a little bit of... Oh, no. Well, at least the, the, the jingle, you know. Hold on to so. your seats. Oh, boy. It's going to be a three-hour podcast. No, I don't have, I don't like have a whole lot on. Oh, but okay. I had to throw this out there because, okay. like I said, it's been very busy in Branson. Oh, yeah. Spring break. Um, between 1.5 and 2 million students go on spring break every year, collectively spend over $1 billion. Well, now, wait a minute. Is this here? No, 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 no. I was going to say, in Branson? Really? That's at Silver Dollar City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not doubting it. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the number one U.S. spring break destination is... Destin? Close. See, I was going to say Orlando. Panama City. Or Panama Beach, City, yeah. It's Florida. right on that Florida coast. Okay, yeah. Followed by That's South close. Padre Island, Texas. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Panama City Beach attracts nearly half a million young spring breakers each year, while South Padre Island attracts close to 150,000 students. Wow. Um, Panama City Beach has enjoyed widespread acclaim for having one of the world's best beaches, but South Padre Island has the largest daytime beach party on their famous beach. Look up spring break facts. It's kind of interesting. Okay. I'm not going to do them all here. But it goes back to when spring break started, like okay. where it first began. Last week, yeah, all the way to last I, week. I mean, I like know, it Thursday, first yeah. came about like in the 30s. Oh, it did. Which I didn't realize. Like it started. It's almost a hundred years old. It started becoming a thing in the 30s, um, and then in the 50s, it started getting news attention. Okay. And it the very first live broadcast, whatever went, was in the 80s. But it, it like all started with a coach in Illinois, oh. or I think somewhere in there, that took his team to Florida, his swimming team to Florida, to train over spring break. And people just started going and watching the training, and it just became oh, a thing. It just kind it, of exploded. Then it was like, hey, this is cool. Okay. What's all your, right. What are you going to say, Corey? He said coach. Nothing. Nothing. My grandma and grandpa went on spring break. In what year? It was their senior trip. So, when did they so it graduate? Would have the, it would have been in the 40s, early 50s. Well, they were 50s. born in 32 and well, 33, 34. Late 40s, 50s. Yeah. Because <sighs> I think 36 you know, was the earliest. And they lived the in prior Oklahoma, which is in Mays County, Oklahoma. Which That's is before any other. East of Oklahoma. Tulsa. You know where they went? Where? Where? Branson, Missouri? No. <laughs> <laughs> Destin. Yeah, I had to oh, try. <laughs> their senior trip. Oh. Rockaway Beach. Oh, no oh. way. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a, a huge place. tourist destination. Back destination. then it was. Back then it was. I was going to say, yeah. So, yeah. The, the oh. facts are actually, they got kind of uh, 
they went dark, so I couldn't do very many of the facts. No, so that's fine. Look that's them up. Fine. Look up that's some fine. spring break facts. They, yeah. Okay. They they get kind of interesting. Well, good. That makes um, your segment really short. If that's all you had. <laughs> no, I have this week in weather history. Well, no, I know, I know, but I said that would be short if that's all you had. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, no, sorry. Right. Okay. Um, this week in weather history, mm-hmm. March sixteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. I was. Seven years old. Softball size hail caused millions of dollars of damage to automobiles at Del Rio, Texas. Three persons were injured when hailstones crashed through a shopping mall skylight. If you want to Google this, there's pictures. Corey, it's Texas. Texas gets this gargantuan hail. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. Hail is <laughs> so. Of course, even Reed Timmer says, "What is it? Gorilla hail." Of course, hail is going to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, right. They fail through skylights in a mall oh and my injured people. God, okay. Nash, Oklahoma. I don't know how to say this. Is it Gouda Springs, Kansas? Is that like cheese? Well, it's not spelled <laughs> like Gouda. I like Gouda. Not really. I don't know. Uh, we're going to go with Gouda Springs. How Kansas. you spell it? G-E-U-D-A. Gouda. Gouda. <laughs> Gouda. Gouda. Yeah, really. <laughs> Never heard of it. March 16th, 1965. Liberty Church and Parsonage were leveled. The greatest damage was noted along a nine-mile path from five miles northwest of Deer Creek to the Grant K. County line. Six destroyed farmsteads. That's why you never heard of it. It got blown away. It's gone. Apparently. Wow. Oh, but where's Nash, Oklahoma? <laughs> I don't know where that's at either. Yeah. Must be up there by the Kansas border. Okay. Uh, March 17th, 2021. Ooh, last year. Yes. Okay. One year ago, St. Patrick's Day. A high risk was issued for parts (gasps) of Mississippi and Alabama Mm -hmm. for the threat of long track and violent tornadoes. Yep. The guy's ears are perking. Oh, yeah. Uh, while High the, risk, the yeah. main forecast area did not see much intense tornadic activity, a large outbreak of 33 tornadoes occurred. Oh, my God. The strongest of which was an EF2. They weren't huge tornadoes, but 33 tornadoes. There were lots of them. It was a lot of tornadoes. It's like ants. You know, just get a whole bunch of them together. They can do a lot yeah, of damage. Yeah, yeah, they're, bi- they're not big. They'll ruin your picnic. I tell you, yeah. And then some. Yeah, yeah. Um, March 17th again, 1985. Venice, Florida. Uh, a F3 tornado with a three-mile path, 55 houses, many well-constructed, were destroyed. A 65-year-old woman was killed inside a camper, because you should never be in a Oh, yeah. A 66-year-old man was killed while standing on his front porch. I mean, duh. Let's go look at that nader. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 45 people were injured. Now, when Total. was this? 1985. Yeah, I was going to say they should... Venice, Florida. Yeah. It was like spring break in Florida. That's true. I mean, there's water spouts and tornadoes all over the place down there. Yeah. March 18th, 1925. Okay. The infamous... Tri-State tornado tore through Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana, killing an estimated 695 people. Murfreesboro, Illinois alone had 235 of the dead, 
and West Frankfort, Illinois, had another 148. That's the big tri-state everybody talks about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 1925? Mm-hmm. It's almost a 100-year anniversary? Exactly. Holy crap. Okay. Several towns were almost completely leveled by the F5. Oh, gosh. Which moved at, at a forward speed of over 70 miles per hour. Wow. They Research is suggesting it may have been a tornado family. Multiple tornadoes. Lots of twins. Lots of twins. Triplets, quadruplets. <coughs> March 19th, 2003. One of the... We're going switch, to switch it up here because, okay. you know, this is Missouri and anything can happen. Right. This doesn't happen in Missouri. But anyway, uh-huh. one of the worst blizzards since records began struck the Denver metro area and Colorado's front range. Denver, okay. Denver International Airport was closed, stranding about 4,000 travelers. <laughs> The weight of the snow caused a 40-foot gash in a portion of the roof. No way! Forcing the evacuation of that section of the main terminal building. Winds gusting to 40 miles per hour produced drifts six feet high in places around the city. 31.8 inches of snow was recorded at the former Stapleton Airport in Denver for its second greatest snowstorm on record. Up to 135,000 people lost power during the storm, and it took several days to restore the power. And there are some cool pictures with this uh, as well. Remember them old-fashioned phone booths where you put a quarter in and call Mm -hmm. Superman pops out? Yeah, there's pictures of those phone booths, (laughs) and the snow is all the way up to the phone. Oh, no way! And there's a guy, like, bending over to use the phone... I think it would work. No that way. Snow, but... That's crazy. Last one. Okay, last one. March 20th, yesterday, 1943. An F3 tornado tracked through Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, just before 10 p.m., destroying 54 aircrafts, including 17 transport planes. The total damage amounted to more than $10 million. This is in 1943. I know, I know. $10 million in 1943. A record for the state that stood until the massive tornado outbreak of... When did that record get broke, honey? She's looking at Corey. I don't know. No, you do know. Uh Uh-oh. Joplin. No, 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 I'm lost. I, I, I was, you weren't I was, listening. Well, I was listening, but I was trying to think there's something more significant about what you were saying. I'll bring that up a little later. So you're talking 19... 1943. 43, okay. March 20th. The total damage amounted to more than $10 million. It went through air... Tinker Air Force Base. Oklahoma. That's why there was so much damage. The, the cost, because the air... The, it, the airplanes, right. All the airplanes were ruined. But it was the record for the state... And it stood until more another massive more. tornado outbreak of May third, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, which was the big more? That was that was the more that thing. leveled more. Okay. Wow. Oh, there's more reading here. Bump first attempt at tornado forecasting. Dead wow. air, dead air. No, I'm just kidding. No, there's like, there's, I'm just deciding if this is interesting enough. But, oh, okay. Uh, forecasters at Tinker believed conditions were, again, favorable for tornadoes and issued the first recorded tornado forecast. 
Five days later, on March 25th at 6 p.m., a forecasted tornado occurred, crossing the prepared base. Their successful forecast paved the way for tornado forecasts to be issued by the U.S. Weather Bureau after a long ban. Wow. Can we rewind? When Uh was that tornado sinker? Your, the Tinker Tater Tornado? Yeah. Tinker, Tinker Tater? Was March 20th, 1943. <laughs> 43. F3 okay. Tornado. We're going to fast forward <laughs> to 1948. Okay. First tornado warning issued at a Tinker Air Force Base. First tornado warning ever. So they didn't have tornado warnings. They just happened? No, no, no. Well, they couldn't even say the word tornado back then. They right. Were, yeah. Back then. Cyclone and Twister. They couldn't say tornado. Which is, yeah. You know. But it was issued out of Tinker Air Force Base and for Oklahoma City. Okay. Yep. I knew Tinker and Tornado. It's it's pretty famous down there. And I was thinking that would be the same thing, but that was five years later that you were talking or earlier. I mean, Tinker's a yeah. common name in our because we grew Tinker up in Air Oklahoma, Force Base so. is huge. Yeah, That's I mean, a it, big, but it's military, it's right? In it's, Oklahoma City, so of course they're going to get tornadoes. Of course. Interesting. But I need to look up like how much ten million dollars worth of damage in the forty in forty three. Uh, yeah, is comparable to our time. I mean, you're talking billions with inflation. Yeah, how much? How many mi- millions? Ten. Ten million. Well, 19, More than ten million dollars. In 1948, uh, tornado struck the base on March 20th, 1948. Same day. Maybe you got the wrong year. It says 43. Ten million dollars in damage. That, that was the first tornado warning. That can't. Be. So I knew the you story. Can't have a tornado. I knew the story. Two. Maybe your dates are off. Uh, wh- okay, what source? Seriously, it's a source called This Day in Weather History. So okay, and what's your source? Oh, every other website in the world. <laughs> I I wonder if these people got it wrong. I feel like it would be forty-eight. Every other website. This is a Facebook website that what? does this this week in weather history. Okay. Oh, and Facebook. Well, everything's true on Facebook. I mean, if it's on Facebook, it's got to be. True. Yeah, it's got to be true. Okay. But I yeah, I wonder if this there, there really can't wonder. have been two tornadoes yeah. hit on March twentieth, one in forty-three and one in forty. Well, I gotta. Are you done? Is that it? I'm sorry. You good. Am I, am I talking too much? Are you Are you finished with your? No, week, I think day, it wants to expound in yes. weather history. This is what our 14-year-old says to me today. He'll be like, are, are you okay? Are you good? <laughs> are you, are are you, you done? Uh, like, no, are like you, when I'm having a meltdown or whatever or anything, he'll be like, I'm, are you, you okay? Expelled are you expelled your facts? Good? Expelled. Expended. Yes. Anyway. Expended is a better word. I didn't expel them. We got a, this weekend with our history, there's a huge tornado. It killed a lot of people. Nine <laughs> children. Wow. Where, where was this? That's sad. It, I Tinker. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't find it in my search. Nine children, two adults. It happened. There was a creek, and it happened right on the bank of a creek. There was a little town. That creek was, uh, back then, it was it was called the same as it's called now, called Turkey Creek, and it's in Taney County, Missouri. Killed it's up the road. People. I was just on Turkey Creek. I was just Turkey. going to say were. that. Turkey Creek. There's a town of Melbourne, Missouri. Melva, and it killed Melva or Melba. Melva, mm-hmm. and it killed nine children. Ooh, not good. And two adults. Now, at home or yeah, it, it those were all related. Now it's the <coughs> Box family, I believe, if I remember right, and they're all buried in the cemetery next to Melva. Melva was basically 
if you take and you can walk there, there's a trail that goes through there. If you go out by Branson Airport, and there's some trails. It's nowhere you can, near Turkey Creek. You can you know, Turkey Creek goes that far. Okay. Right. Uh, also, if you ride the uh, Branson Scenic Railway, it drives right through Mel, and you can see the remains oh, of. Oh, really? Okay. It's really cool. Okay. And you can visit the, the the cemetery where all these kids are buried. They're buried right in a row. But uh, this is a family, like their home. Yeah, kids? this is all one family. Okay. Killed the whole family. Mm-hmm. Right here, it was a, it was, it was a, I forget what they, probably, what we would call an EF three. Well, this okay. is locals as a four F three. But but still, an EF three is big. This right. was labeled as an F three. That's good. Yeah, yeah. But this happened in Taney County, right here, and it wiped out. It was a small town, and it wiped out the town. The town did not exist after that. It's a ghost wow. town now. You can go visit the ruins. But Melva. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Look it up. Google that. We are full of information today. Like, do these names sound familiar to you? Major Ernest W. Fawbush and Captain Robert C. Miller? Um, are they on that show Yellowstone? <clears throat> it says after the Tinker Air Force Base oh. uh, tornado, they were ordered to see if operationally forecasting tornadoes was possible. And this, what did they figure out? This tornado. Because Oklahoma City puts up helicopters down, chases them. Yeah. This tornado, the one in 43 or 48, who knows, uh, prompted the first attempt at tornado forecasting. And forecasters hmm. at right. Tinker Base believed conditions were again favorable for tornadoes and issued the very first recorded tornado forecast five days later on March 25th at 6 p.m. Okay, so that's that a, is like something I've like. That's cool. I've never known that. That's bizarre. Yes. So I mean, you mean like the the first tornado forecast ever for the entire world, or for Oklahoma? Like, I need to look into this. I think it, I think it's probably more to the U.S. because that's we're getting our stuff together. Because apparently point. this tornado hit, and they were like, "Hey, you need to figure out if you can." Yeah, forecast these things. People are dying. Like, yeah, we need to see if we can forecast this and prepare people. And, and what a so perfect spot! Literally it's five Oklahoma. days later, conditions were the same, and they issued the very first tornado forecast. Well, I'm reading more on this Melba tornado, and they should have not been killed. They should have been at school that day. How would that have saved them? Because the school, the school didn't, didn't get, get hit. hit. Ah, Turkey Creek was flooded that day, and they could not they get the get teacher to couldn't make it to school, so they didn't have school that day. Oh, now this is interesting. Interesting yeah. stuff. I'm like, this is cool to me, and I'm I did not know this about Tinker Air Force Base. I've heard of Tinker Air Force Base my entire life because I grew yeah. up in Oklahoma. I had family members that were Navy, so they okay. trained on Tinker Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a, just a common name in my household. But to know that they sent out the very first tornado warning. That was cool. I did not know that. And that and that started the whole and thing. And that struck the whole thing of like, let's see how far in advance we can forecast these things. And let's see if we can predict them and keep people safe. That's the whole point of the weather service. So, okay. Well, That's I think it's I time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this 
week's Storm Dar Weather Weather Word of the Week is easy. And did it print? You're looking at the, your back. Yeah, your... I was looking at your back and my back. Well, I recycle paper. Yours has Christmas shoes. My back has Santa and reindeer on it. <laughs> well, you can tell this is from three months ago. <laughs> I don't have anything, but I've been looking at Randall's all night, and his has some really cool Christmas shoes. Oh, my God, shoes. they do. They really do. Yours wow. has some pretty Those Christmas shoes, shoes on anyway, the back. And mine yeah. has well, nothing. I recycle. I'm a recycler. I recycle paper. So Anyway, so. <laughs> I think I can do this one. <laughs> I got this one. Okay, you got this. So, Shara, what is These this are... week's Storm Dark Weather Weather Word? Of the week. These are two terms I'm very friendly. Vernal. Yeah, I know Vernal. It's a medical term. Uh-huh. Equinox. So the whole thing. We is, used to drive I one of those. I used to drive one of those. A Vernal Equinox? No, just an Equinox. Oh. A Chevy Equinox. <laughs> oh, God. We used to have a Chevy Equinox. Wait a minute. Okay. But this is Vernal Equinox. There. That's what I was waiting So, and this is so appropriate for. Are they today. electric? Well, we don't those know. Those vernal that's, equinoxes? That's fine. I don't know. Yeah. So, hybrid. What when, is a vernal equinox? When the sun crosses the celestial equator in a northerly direction, marking the prime meridian of right ascension. Or. Typically called the first day of spring. Oh. Aww. Wait a minute. Is the it spring? prime meridian of right. It is the first day of spring. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to add... Like one of the what? what we forgot to set up our brooms. Oh, oh shoot! I mean, like I can't do that every day. Of the well, year. I think yeah. the broom thing lasts for twenty four hours. So you can Maybe probably go home. I yeah. think it lasts twenty four hours max. <laughs> I promise you, I can go home and set up a broom. Yeah, so I'll t- do it. I'll so, take a picture. But ten thirty two a.m. tomorrow, it won't. It won't work anymore. So no, no, no. no I want. I wanted. Uh, I, I. Every time I do a weather word of the week, I go. Find the weather word, and then I go and I Google several definitions to find out which one is the most accurate or the most interesting or the hardest. <laughs> or the hardest for Sherry to read. Yeah, exactly. So that's the first one. When the sun crosses the celestial equator in a northerly direction, marking the prime meridian of right ascension. What's that mean? Not me. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, typically called the first day of spring. So, Otherwise known as first day of spring. There you go. Yeah. So vernal equinox. Now, just for kicks, do you know what the fall wind is called? Seriously. Vernal is spring. The other one is called. You should know. I mean, I've read it, and I do. I do know what, what's another word for fall? Autumn. Oh. Autumnal equinox. Autumnal. Autumnal equinox. Oh, sure. Come on. If I wrote it down, you could read it. I know that. (laughs) I'm learning. I'm still learning weather. You're still good. But at least you have some fun. I'm the the layperson here. That's true. So, well, oh my gosh. So, Corey, I think we need to watch Storm Prediction Center. You think they're going to go to high? No. You don't? No. I mean, day three is moderate. It's moderate. You think it's going to stay moderate? It's moderate. Okay. It's a small area. It really is. Yeah. I mean, in relatively. Right. But, you know, when they do the moderates and they do the highs, it is more focused. True. The high the high risk, it's rare. I mean, there's a chance. And we're, there's been past in the past five years, just last year, uh-huh. there had already been a high in that area by now. Yeah. And so it, it, it just, can happen. It just reminded me uh, something you said last week. Uh, in our on our podcast, when I saw that moderate, do you remember what you said last week? Probably not. I do not. You said 
that you made a prediction that some somewhere around here we're going to get a high risk. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Still, I'm still at that. Yeah. Oh, I am, too. Ooh, yeah, he predicted that. I, I am, too. And from looking at this moderate risk three days out, I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to start lifting up. And we're in La Nina still, so let's see how how much that's going to lift up there. But. Oh, good podcast, Shira. I gotta stop because I'm I'm eating M and M's. Yeah, you M&M's. both are eating M and M's, and Shira's throwing them in my floor. And it's like, <laughs> oh gosh, you need to get you some food. So, well, Corey, you got anything else to add? Uh, well, this week is uh, spring break, the no. last week of March. Be kind if you come to Branson to spring break. Yeah, the twentieth. This is our last full We're week. We're leading into April. Things tend to change quickly once we get to April. Yeah. It's one of those times, you know, I, I, I look at the Storm Prediction Center often, but in April, I look at it every day. Yeah, I do too. So Actually, that's and, a second and, thing. And, 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 and you can look at it for the next three days and you'd be, you know, no severe weather. And then all of a sudden, boom, tomorrow we're in a slight or whatever. Yeah. So it's just, you got to really pay attention. Things do change. And, you know, that's, this is the time of year when you and you and me really get going. I mean, we which will most definitely. Which is also your busiest work time, which doesn't work out well. And that's well, how that works out. But, but so far it's working fine because my only, we talked about this before, Wednesday afternoon is my only weird time because I have an afternoon show Corey's got daytime, so I can cover everything in the daytime except Wednesday. So, Cher, that's where you come in. Yeah, sorry you're on your own then. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. Next week's podcast is going to be even more interesting because we're that will be heading into April. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Cher, got anything else to add? Out of information. You have fun facted and fun. This week, I did it all this week. You did it. That was exhausting. I'm impressed. I'm going to give you a ding. That was exhausting. That was exhausting. All right. Well, I think it's probably time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, Check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. When after it happened, after daylight savings time kicked in. <gasps> what did you say? You did not. You did not. Did I say any time? Oh. I didn't say. Oh, I'll run it back. I think I I heard an S. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. didn't. I I got it on savings. You said savings. Oh, we're going to have to play the replay on that. Okay. Daylight savings time. Daylight savings time. Daylight savings time. Savings, 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 savings.